Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of the e-commerce evolution podcast. I'm your host, Brett Curry, CEO of OMG Commerce. And today we are going old school with a twist. It's like the blending of old school and new school, if that's even a term. I don't know. Uh, but we're going to be talking about a very proven marketing tactic that I almost guarantee you're not using, but you should consider. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun talking about it. So we're talking about handwritten direct mail. And I believe handwritten direct mail could be uh, a huge part of your, your marketing, a secret weapon, something you do that your competitors are not doing, and something that will allow you to break through the clutter. I'm actually a bit of a di- direct mail connoisseur. I used to do some direct mail in a previous life. So we'll talk maybe a little bit about that. Hey, Brett Curry here. Before we dive into today's topic, I want to talk quickly about YouTube ads. People ask me all the time, what makes for a great YouTube ad? And it's true, the ad is the hardest part for getting YouTube to work. Now, I love the campaign structure. I love audience targeting, and I love tinkering with bids and using the smart bid algorithm. And I even like budget management. I like all that behind the scenes stuff. But I've seen it time and time again where the exact same campaign structure just limps along with a mediocre video. But you get the right video with the right message that resonates with people, and that same campaign structure just takes off. It scales. And so over the last couple of years, my team and I, we've been collecting good YouTube ads. We've been watching, we've been paying attention, looking at our own clients, looking at the numbers, finding what are ads that resonate and work on YouTube. And so we started building this little guide, this little guide that we use internally. And we started categorizing ads and giving them fun names like the manifesto and the UGC mashup and the have it all. And so we started kind of breaking down what elements in these videos make them work. And so I was speaking at a recent event and I just happened to mention that this resource existed and uh, people sort of clamored for it. Like everybody was like, hey, I wanna see the guide. I wanna see that resource. I wanna see all these successful ads. And so that's what we've done. So we put together this resource, kind of first time ever, gonna share it with a broader audience. It's free. So check it out and get our list of winning YouTube ad formulas with lots of examples. Let this be your inspiration for your next killer YouTube ad. So this is a free resource. We'll link to it in the show notes to this show, but you can also go to omgcommerce.com, click on resources and then guides, and it's the YouTube ad templates and guide. Check it out, and I hope it inspires your next killer YouTube ad campaign. And now, back to the show. My guest is Mr. David Wax. He's the CEO and chief robot mechanic. We'll learn what that means in a minute of a company called Handwritten. And so with that, uh, David, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on and really excited to, to dive into this topic. Excited to be here, Brett. This is super cool that you're, uh, you're having me on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your background and what was the inspiration for this company and then tell people what you do and then we'll, we'll dive into some really interesting stats about direct mail and email and some other things, and then they get into some practical stuff too. So, so walk us through kind of the 90-second story. How, how did you get here? For sure. So back in 2001, 2000 and 2002, I started a text messaging company called uh, Sellit. 
And what Sella did was we initially it was for real estate. You drive by a house, you'd want info on that house. You'd see a little sign and it would say text for info on this house. You text in, you get the info, and then the realtor would get a lead. Um, and that this was way before the iPhone. Um, and that grew out of just real estate to just general marketing. So we'd work with, we started a second product called Coupon Zap for restaurants and bars, but that quickly became used by Abercrombie and Fitch and Toys R Us and Sam's Club and these other large um, retailers and, and stuff like that. And what I realized in doing this company was while text messaging works, I saw a decline in usefulness because the total volume of text and emails and tweets when I started uh, handwritten back six years ago, uh, people were getting overloaded with electronic communication. And you hit the nail on the head when you said uh, handwritten notes cut through the clutter. So basically what happened was I sold my company in 2012. I had to stick with the new owners for two years. And then in 2014, basically the day after I finished up at uh, my last company, I thought, gee, there has to be a better way to improve handwritten notes. And the reason I did that is when I sold the company, I sent, I wanted to be personal. So I sent handwritten notes to my clients. I sent handwritten notes to my employees and uh, my hands started cramping up. Or uh, I'd notice when I'd go to send a handwritten birthday card to my mom, I'd go to the store to get it, but then I'd forget to mail it or I didn't have a stamp or whatever. So I thought there has to be a better way. There's, there's also that that problem of no uh, autocorrect and or like no spell check because I, just, I do that with cards. Now. I'm, I'm so used to typing and I type fast, but I'll write a card and I'm like, oh, what, what? I didn't mean to write that here. I need to move this sentence here. Like I can't do any of that. Anyway. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Otherwise your notes all scratched out and everything else. Like when I send an actual handwritten note to my my wife or whatever for her birthday, it looks terrible because it's all scratched out and everything else. <laughs> um, so that's why we started handwritten. And the idea was to use technology to make sending a handwritten note as easy as sending an email or a tweet or whatever else. And we do that through uh, software on the front end. So we have an iPhone app, an Android app, a website, Zapier integration, which is probably big with all your Shopify users. Yep, for sure. A full API. Um, and a website where you can upload bulk orders. And then on the back end, we use technology to actually write the notes. So there, currently, we have 95 robots. We These are actual robots. We build them here in our facility in Phoenix, Arizona. They're a combination of 3D printed parts, laser cut parts, conveyor belts. Um, I mean, we make everything down to the, the literally the, the rubber wheels that pull the paper along. So um, those robots then write out your handwritten note in the handwriting style of your choice, including your own handwriting if you pay for it. Uh, and then we stuff and stamp it with a real forever stamp and send it on its way. It looks totally realistic. Um, and right these robots actually, they actually have, they're using an ink pen, right? So they're actually, the, the robot yep. is moving the ink pen. So it, it, it looks like ink on paper with a pen because that's what it is. Exactly. And it smudges. We actually just use a uh, Pilot G2 ballpoint pen, which you could pick up at Office Max or Staples or whatever else. And then people give it the smudge te test. They'll lick their finger and, and you know, make sure that the ink uh, smudges. And, you know, laser print, people say, why don't you just laser print the notes? It just doesn't look the same. If right. you laser print a handwritten note, the, the way the ink falls on the paper with a laser printer is very different than with a pen. And we want this to be a fully, and in fact, we think 
if you send somebody a fake laser printed note, it could actually hurt your brand right. rather yeah, than... You're trying to it. trick me. You're trying to trick me into the fact that this right. was handwritten, but I know it's not. So you actually lose points. Right. And I mean, there is potentially, if you're really, you know, some people have that concern about this because it's not actually written by you, but it's very, very close to the point that I see these notes coming off the machines. I see the robots writing them. I look at the end product and I have a hard time telling yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm confident it will pass the smell test with almost everybody, if not everybody. So what's interesting, and I mentioned this in the intro, I've been a marketing junkie for a long time, and I did a decent amount of direct mail back in the day for myself to grow my first agency and to help clients grow. And there, there was one thing I learned early on is there's, there's two types of mail that you always open. One, if it's something that's handwritten because you're wondering, who is this? Is this a friend? Is this you know, a family member, what, what is this? It's handwritten, so I have to open it. And then something that's like three-dimensional. So something that, that you can tell there's something in it, almost like a prize inside or a gift. So we, we call that lumpy mail, a 3D mail. But you send one of those two things, it, it's going to get open, right? If it looks like, we use the term marketing mail instead of junk mail, but if it looks like marketing mail, probably not going to get opened. And what's so interesting, and I want to I dive into, you talked about, you know, email and text messaging, those being kind of overloaded. I want to I talk about that in detail in a minute. There was a time when mailboxes were overloaded too, where you would open your mailbox and it was just crammed to the gills with flyers and circulars and postcards. I mean, just like spilling out. It's not the case anymore. I mean, that just does not happen anymore. The, the mailbox is relatively empty. And so I think it's a huge opportunity. Uh, let's, talk about, let's talk about this electronic communication and it's what kind of led you to pivot from your old company enlighten us. You know, what, what, what does it look like now in terms of email marketing and text messaging? How, how much are we, um, you know, bombarded on a daily basis with those messages? Yeah, for sure. So um, just uh, some stats. The average office worker these days gets about 147 emails a day. Um, according to one survey, and I could get you the, uh, where this is from, um, 40, uh, 28% of an average worker's time is spent just dealing with email. And then uh, 35 to 44-year-olds sends or receives nearly 1,600-1600 texts per month. And an 18 to 24-year-old sends and receives nearly 4,000 per month. So with all these electronic uh, notes getting pushed around, you know, there's a very high likelihood your uh, electronic message might get lost in the shuffle. Um, as far as print, um, 44% of all what I call junk mail, which is, you know, fully uh, reproducible photocopied mail, 44% never gets opened. Um, the typical response rate for print pieces was, is under 5%. It's something like 4.4%. Um, but when you combine even just a handwritten envelope, you see a 300% higher open rate than a standard wow. print piece. Wow. So it's just, to your point exactly, you know, people are wondering, who wrote me this note? Um, what's this all about? We, we get a lot of questions, do we do postcards? And yes, technically we can, but there's something about that experience, to your point, about getting something that's handwritten and taking the moment to open it because you're wondering what's in it. So we really don't do a lot of postcards. We, we think that, um, you know, it's a, it's a much better experience to, to just do handwritten notes. I totally agree that 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 envelope that is hand addressed when you get that there's some there's like this 
experience of anticipation. What is mm-hmm. it? Who's it from? Who's it from? I want to, I want to find out. So it's almost like a dopamine hit there. As you get that, you just, you want to know and you enjoy that. And then you're also more engaged than as you read that piece. Whereas if you send a postcard, it's all revealed instantly. You know, what, what is this? I, I get it. Yep. Yep. Um, according to the greeting card association, and this is back in 2006, 2000, 2006 study, um, 64% of Americans prefer handwritten notes to electronic communication. And what I find and what my clients find is people put these notes on display, right? Like you you put it on your desk, you stand it on your desk or on your, your bookshelf behind your desk. If you don't have a stainless steel fridge that can't accept a magnet, maybe you magnetize the note your grandmother gave you to your fridge. Um, we have a lot of clients that are taking the handwritten notes that people uh, that that they send their their customers, and they're putting them on Instagram and Twitter um, and that type of thing. So, for instance, we have a client called Vinyl V N Y L. They're one of the few brands that lets us mention them, but they are a record box subscription. So they're literally sending vinyl records in the mail, Very and with cool. those records, they're sending a handwritten note. You could just go on Twitter and search for Vinyl, and you'll pop up a bunch of people taking photos of those notes. We work with a YouTube show. It's like one of the number one morning daily YouTube shows. And they have a fan club that you could subscribe to. And as part of this fan club, you sign up to get, or you get a handwritten note from the, from the host of the show. And that note is tweeted all over the place. And it's funny because that client doesn't mix up the note at all. So the content is always exactly the same. And people post these notes and they're so excited to get uh, this handwritten note from the, you know, the host of the YouTube show. And they just don't even notice that all the notes read the exact same. I think they could actually implement that a little bit better by mixing up the message a bit. But even without that, uh, their their viewer base is thrilled to get those notes. It still works. It still works. Yeah, I'll give you a quick example. And, and this was a, a longtime client of mine. And they're, they're also a friend, been helping them with marketing since about 2004, I think. But uh, it's a jewelry store and they actually handwrite thank you notes. So they, as someone makes a purchase, you know, the owner or the salesperson will handwrite a note. It's a little easier for them because you're not talking about you know, thousands of transactions a month. Um, it's probably more like dozens for each salesperson. But even though I'm a, uh, they're a client of mine, I purchased them from my wife there recently and I got a handwritten note. And it's interesting because... I, it's still sitting out. It's like it's in our room. It's like on display. I see it all the time. I just I like I feel weird throwing it away. It's it's something that you know someone took time to hand write it and send it to me. So I think it's one of those things that that the value, the goodwill that's generated, the attention that's garnered, it's disproportionate to the cost associated with it, right? Where it's like the the, the perceived value, the relationship building that this created there, it's it's super valuable. And and what's interesting. And we talk about on this on this podcast a lot is, you know, we're building brands here, right? We're trying to establish customer relationships and build lifetime value of a customer and, and really build a brand so that you can one day maybe sell your e-commerce business or, or, or just continue to grow it. And I think this is one of those elements that can build immense loyalty and repeat purchases and referrals and several other things. And I would almost guarantee that none of your competitors are using this, this tactic. Yeah, I mean, all of your clients, I'm guessing, or, or most of them, are online only. And they don't have that face-to-face relationship with their customer. But sending a handwritten note is a very personal, is a very personal communication mechanism. And what's funny is 
most of our clients, well, I'd say about half of our clients are online brands too. And they're beating out the brick and mortar brands by doing this. You know, they're brick and mortar, you know, because typically the jewelry store, you were lucky that you got a, a note from a jewelry store. Most people just don't have the time anymore. Right. Um, they're too busy dealing with their emails that eat up 28% of the day. So being an online brand and being able to automate this gives them a real edge. And, um, you know, we're doing this for some luxury brands, just their online purchases. We're doing this for luxury brands where we're doing it for all their purchase, uh, all their sales. Um, and they're seeing that it really is impacting the bottom line, uh, creating repeat purchasing and or extending, if it's a subscription offering, extending the lifetime value of that customer. That's awesome. So let's talk about some specific uses. And then we kind of alluded to a couple, but how how would you suggest an e-commerce company utilize these, these handwritten, hand-addressed notes? Yeah, so I would not, you know, it, it's always, handwritten notes are always going to be more expensive than laser printed or junk mail For pieces sure. because the first thing we have to do is write on something. And uh, a printed piece is what we write on. We write on a piece of stationery. So we can never compete with a piece of junk mail because A, that's a less quality piece of paper than we'd even write on, but we have to print something first, just like junk mail is printed. So I would not recommend doing a blast to everybody in a zip code or everybody in the United States. It's going to be, as much as we'd love the business, it's going to be too expensive. For sure. um, but that said, uh, we do a lot of follow-up with clients and uh, oftentimes this is just a thank you. Um, they're asking thank you for a few reasons. One, because they just want to build your the relationship with you. They also want to keep the reviews coming. So if they're doing anything on Amazon, um, you know, or uh, G2 Crowd or Yelp, they want you to go back and um, place a good review. So it's for placing good reviews. It's also for mitigating bad reviews. We have one um, fulfilled by Amazon seller that is strictly using the notes to keep people from putting bad reviews in. So they'll say, hey, we're so glad you purchased this product. If before you, if you had a bad experience, please let us know. We'll make it right before you go place a review. So, so they're doing that for that. Um, we're and what kind of, a lot of, do, you, do you have any stats on what that's done? I'm sure it's been effective, but in any, any specifics on, on how that's helped mitigate bad reviews? I don't have any stats. Um, I did do lunch with the client and they said that was their main use and they keep re-upping with us just for that. They said they're not interested in, in keeping the good reviews coming. They, they, were, they found true effectiveness in bad reviews. But quite frankly, I don't have any stats there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do have good stats on a um, couponing campaign. So we have a client, they're a bespoke suit manufacturer based out of Canada. So what they'll do is they'll take your measurements and then they'll go farm it out to China, get you a beautiful suit made just to you and then mail it to you. Um, they sent, their CEO sent out 700 coupon codes um, in handwritten notes and, and each coupon code was unique to the customer. Um, all notes were signed by the CEO. So we replicated the signatures, um, uh, the, the CEO's signature. They had a 16.85% redemption what? rate on gift cards. 16%? Yeah. That's unheard of. That's insane. So and these were, were, you know, were these previous buyers or just people on a particular list? Okay, yeah. But there still. were previous buyers that uh, were high-value buyers. Yeah. And they saw a return on investment of over 300% from that campaign. Wow. Um, we have uh, a meal box 
um, that puts five different messages on five different cards. So um, if you're with the mailbox for five weeks, you'll get one of each of these cards. Um, and they find that providing those handwritten notes on them in the mailbox improves customer retention by over 10%, which really moves the needle for them. Um, who else can I mention here? We've got, um, we have one client, it's a sales organization. They find that um, the when they started sending handwritten notes to their sales prospects, it improved uh, the the meeting booking rate by 300% again. So again, the three three times numbers. So there are a lot of stats there. One of the more interesting is, so, so, uh, so far we've covered meeting bookings, coupon codes, general thank yous and reviews. Um, we've seen people use it for shopping cart uh, abandonment. So if you go through the steps and enter your address, but then don't purchase the, the product, they might follow up with you with a handwritten note. I don't have any stats there. Um, and then just anecdotally, we have a client that does snack boxes. So if you're in office and uh, you subscribe to receive a snack box every month or every two weeks, and it comes to your office, it's got beef jerky and chips and everything for your office. What they'll do is they found that they intentionally send you the wrong box now. And then two weeks later, they'll send you the right box and handwritten note apologizing for the wrong box because they find by um, fixing a wrong, you know, by writing a wrong and, and going through that drama with the client, they end up with a more loyal client than if that client never had a bad experience. Now, granted, uh, that, that client is, yeah, well, the client's still getting a free box of snacks because yeah, they got the yeah. wrong one and then the right one. So they're thrilled about that. But throwing in the handwritten note certainly doesn't hurt either. So, uh, wow, that's I, super interesting. Yeah. So, uh, I'll tie that into a, an electronic version of that. I know for a while, so I've got a lot of friends in the info marketing space, people doing webinars and product launches and things like that. There was definitely a tactic where you'd send an email without a link to something. So it's like, hey, register the webinar is going to be awesome. It's going to be all this stuff. And then you send, and then a few minutes later, you send an oops, forgot the link, you know, and that, that <laughs> oops, that oops email would get a ton of opens. And, and so that was kind of a tactic. That is fascinating what you just, we just shared. Because uh, yeah, it's really a way to get... Uh, you can almost think about that. I'm just, 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 just kind of riffing on this a little bit. You could almost use the wrong package you send like to, to give samples. So it's like, hey, these are things that I think they might like. It's not what they order, but I'm going to put it in here to kind of sample it. And then I'll send them the right order with a, an apology. Yep. Uh, uh, that's really, really smart. Um, so I want to kind of break down a few of these because I think I think there's more we can talk about with with a couple of these. So the the thank you for purchase. If all you did was send a thank you, and you didn't ask for anything, you didn't mention anything. I think a few things are going to happen naturally. I think people will leave better reviews. I think you will get more repeat purchases. Uh, but I, I think it's better to not leave things to chance. I think it's better to ask directly as long as you ask in a in a cool way in a way that still builds goodwill. But I would suggest using those thank you notes to either promote a loyalty program, uh, to promote a referral program, right? We have, uh, it's been a while, but I did an episode on, on referral programs with, with a guest um, and just talking about, hey, you know, emailing out, requesting people, refer to a friend, giving each person a little bonus. Like referral programs for e-commerce are super powerful. This could be a great way to do that. And then, I love the I love the review mechanism as well. Like you even, and I can see it going both ways. I think probably for most companies, uh, 
the request for a good review is going to be the way to go. And and my guess is, and you know, obviously don't have to reveal anything, but the the client that you mentioned is mitigating the bad reviews. They must be in a it must be like a tricky use case or, or one of those products that's just prone to bad reviews. And so they're trying to trying to mitigate that. Um, yeah, lots that could be done there. What about like a win back campaign? So, you know, we, we have a lot of clients that, that are selling consumables. So whether it's every quarter, every month, people should be reordering. Um, do you, do you see handwritten notes used, used as a win back campaign? I guess that, I guess that suit company, that's almost a win. Exactly. That's, that's what I was going to say. That was kind of their win back. It was also a, uh, kind of a holiday offer they were doing. Um, we, you know, it's really kind of hard to stay on top of all the different use cases we're seeing. One that I've used personally, and this probably doesn't apply, is when I go to a trade show, um, I try to get the attendee list prior to the trade show, and then I blast it out. And then I end up with so many meetings, I don't go to the trade show. I just sit there <laughs> in the lobby and take the meetings. Um, yep. So that's worked out very well. We have a lot of... Um, Mortgage brokers, um, realtors. We have we have um, first level OEM car manufacturers. So think the big three. If you were to call them for customer support as opposed to calling your dealership, I don't know why you just wouldn't call your dealership. But if you call the main number for the car brand, um, depending on the resolution of the call, you will get a handwritten note saying, we're so glad you were able to resolve the issue or we were not able to resolve the issue, that type of thing. Um, for a while, we were, and we could talk about integrations later. We were trying to get an integration with Zendesk off the ground to make this super easy. Right now, you probably have to do it through um, Zapier or something else. But just yeah. sending follow ups to customer support requests is something we do quite often. Love that. Love that. Uh, again, that just, if you're able to fix the wrong and then that follow up of the postcard, that's awesome. I, I uh, order these, these, um, organic, uh, vegan shakes. I'm not vegan, but, but these, these shakes that I order, uh, they're like meal replacement and, um, I get a monthly and they're, they're super great. Uh, but I got an empty package this last month. Like someone stole it out of my mailbox. And then it was, so I contacted, I'm not going to mention the company names. I don't want them to get uh, bombarded with stuff like this. Although I do trust my listeners, but, um, <laughs> I, I contacted the company and they were like, Oh, we'll just, we'll send one out like right away. And I got it. I got a replacement two days later and they followed up with me which was amazing. And so now I love them even more. But if I'd gotten a handwritten note with that, oh man, that would have been, uh, that would have been even, uh, even more impressive. And, and I would have been telling more people about it probably. Um, yeah. And then um, just to keep it, and I, the, the meal boxes do this, but also it's like uh, um, online mattress brands and stuff. They'll include a handwritten note in the product. And this is a really easy way to do it with Amazon or anything else where you, you know, you don't have too much control anymore of knowing who your customers are. So just including a generic note in the product, it at least makes it appear that that company is run by real people and it's not yes. just, yes. you know, fulfilled by Amazon and made in, in China. So, yep. Uh, yep. So yeah, that, that's super smart. Yeah. So even if it's FBA or something fulfilled by Amazon and you can't personalize the note, at least it still looks handwritten. And then that, that causes people to say, Hey, yeah. this is a real company, maybe even a small company, like taking care of, taking care of me, which, which is cool. Um, let's talk about some integrations then. What what do you integrate with and how could someone maybe automate some of these processes? So we integrate, we have a full API that allows you to integrate with whatever you want. But um, out of the box, we integrate with salesforce.com, um, Zapier, 
is the big one, and HubSpot. So for Zapier, we have a lot of people using um, two or three-step Zaps for sending handwritten notes from Shopify. So the first step might be a filter. And anybody that's not familiar with Zapier, Zapier is like the coolest thing, and any of your Shopify users should go check it out right away. But it allows you to connect Shopify to 2,000 different services. Um, handwritten is one of them. And you can create pretty complex interactions or flows just by clicking your mouse. And what a lot of people do is step one of that flow is what's called a filter. And you could say, okay, um, every time I get an order from Shopify, that's the trigger, let me filter it and see, is this the nth order? So maybe I want to send this to my the 10th time somebody buys. Or maybe I want to send it when their total value of being a client is over... 100 bucks, or maybe I want to send the note on their first order. You can set all those filters up right within Zapier, and then you send it to handwritten. Um, and handwritten will just write out whatever note you want. It could include a category. So, um, thank you so much for your purchase of these blue plantain chips or whatever that is. And then, you know, we're a small company, um, you know, uh, let us know what we can do to serve you better. And then, you know, you'd sign it off. And then that note would go out automatically. Um, thanks to the post office, notes take four or five days to get there. So it might naturally be a nice flow for um, extending communication with the customer, or you can insert a delay within Zapier so that maybe it doesn't go out four or five days later. Maybe it leaves handwritten five days later, then it gets another four or five days from the post office and gets there 10 days later, whatever that is. Um, you could set up when you get a new customer in Shopify or your store, if you happen to have their birthday or anything like that, you could send a follow-up on their birthday or on their anniversary of being a client. All that's very easy to do. Um, really, the possibilities are, are kind of endless with, with Zapier. Um, in that note that you send them, in addition to sending a handwritten note, we can do custom inserts. So we could include a physical coupon card or gift card for Business their card, brand. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, all the notes can be written in on their stationery. It's real easy to go into hand handwritten, create a custom piece of stationery, and then within Zapier, you just select that stationery and it'll use that moving forward. So the whole process can look very custom. Um, and it, you know, the return address is your return address too. So um, it'll, you know, it'll it'll look entirely natural. The one giveaway, and uh, I would say ninety nine percent of our customers don't care about this, but the postmark is going to be Phoenix because that's where our facility is. So, um, but nobody looks at that. They all look at the return address anyway. So it's yep, not that yep, big nobody of a deal. looks at that. that. That's like you, you got to be you got to be in the business of direct mail to look at where it's postmarked from. Exactly. Or, or old school when you used to get tons and tons of direct mail. But yeah, today, no, no way are people going to notice that. So, uh, um, yeah, you were asking actually about other stories. We have one pet food company. And they know the birthday of your pet. And on the birthday of your pet, they send you little party hats for your dog or cat uh, in a little package that we put together. So it's a handwritten note and then these little party hats you fold together. And then you're supposed to take a picture of your animal having a party and then, of course, post it to Instagram and do the viral thing that way. So Yeah, and I'm sure people take a picture of the card at times and then mm -hmm. and the hats and... And stuff that's that's really really cool really smart uh, well David this has been fantastic so uh, let's let's talk about how can people connect with you how can they learn more how do you make it easy to get started kind of kind of walk through those if you would 
For sure. So you just go to handwritten.com. That's H-A-N-D-W-R-Y. Uh, T-T-E-N.com, so handwritten with a Y. Um, I'm on Twitter, uh, David B-Wax. Sorry, I don't remember if there was that middle initial. So D-A-V-I-D-B as in boy, W-A-C-H-S, or handwritten, at handwritten on Twitter. Um, and yeah, and we're here for you. We've got uh, a great call center team able to answer questions uh, or just go online, play with it. There's no cost to get started. If you do sign up, um, with an email and password as opposed to using Google or Facebook, use uh, discount code uh, podcast for $5 credit for your first purchase. So that'll be enough to get you maybe even two cards because we're running a discount now uh, given COVID-19. So um, so yeah, so you'll get a $5 credit on your account. Just go to handwritten.com, sign up using discount code podcast. That's amazing. And so I'm assuming you guys can also help give some guidance or some ideas on, hey, if, if I want to set up a Zapier integration. And I, I love those ideas you gave, by the way. I think I think a first purchase, thank you card is amazing. I think maybe once they get to five or 10, whatever's meaningful, another handwritten card. And then maybe if you're going to launch something like a referral program or a loyalty program, I think a handwritten card for that would be great too. But but can you give some guidance or some help on on setting up Zapier? Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, you can email us and we'll try to walk you through it. Um, if, if it really requires it, we'll get on a, a Zoom call with you and do a screen share and kind of help you point and click your way through it. Most of this should be pretty straightforward, but we're always here to help. And then if any of your customers use HubSpot or Salesforce, we're able to help them there as well. Fantastic. Well, David, this has been a ton of fun. Uh, I love this tactic. And I think you know, of all the things I've seen, I remember when when the handwritten font, fonts used to come out, but it was all la- uh, uh, laser jet. I was like, yeah, it's okay. Like, th- this is definitely the coolest thing I've seen when it comes to handwritten direct mail. And I think this could be a real winner and, and a real differentiator. I think this could be a very, very powerful tactic for those that are listening. So, David, uh, from handwrit- Handwritten, I'll link to everything in the show notes. But thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. And... Uh, And yeah, look forward to talking again. Thank you so much, Brett. You be well. Stay safe out there. Yeah, you as well. And with that, uh, we'd love to hear feedback from you. Let us know what you thought of this episode. Hey, give us some ideas for other episodes where we want to make sure we're delivering the content that you want to hear. If you feel so inclined, we would love that five-star review on iTunes. That helps other people discover the podcast. And with that, until next time, thank you for listening. At OMG Commerce, we accelerate growth for some of the most loved brands in e-commerce, like Boom, Native, True Earth, Overtone, and dozens more. If your Google and YouTube ad performance isn't where it should be, if you're struggling with Performance Max, or if you're not scaling like you'd like on Amazon, then we have two ways to help. One, we have amazing resources that are free for the taking, like our top YouTube ads guide with lots of examples, our PMAX checklist, or our Amazon DSP roadmap, plus many more. Or hit us up for a free strategy session. So go on over to omgcommerce.com and click on Let's Talk to request that free strategy session, or click on Resources and Guides and pick the guide that's right for you. And now back to the show.